The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, if your resolution was to get fit and lose some weight in 2019, then you'll need to get some good nutrition advice to stick to those goals. So listen close and find out how a few simple tweaks can get you on the right track. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Christy Acuna is a holistic nutritionist who's been practicing for 14 years. Christy has helped numerous clients by designing a specialized nutrition program. Her specialty areas are skin problems, hormones, gut balance, sleep, energy, weight loss, and mood support. And we welcome her to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Christy, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? Okay, cool. So I would say my mission is to really get people informed. You know, everybody is wondering, should I be vegan? Should I be vegetarian? I'm Should I eat meat? I'm going through all these health challenges and... I don't know which road I'm supposed to go. This contradicts this diet. This diet contradicts this diet. So I really just want to educate people, inform them, and really help them to understand how their body actually functions and give them a good, I I always want to almost say diet, but I hate that word. Right. (laughs) Because diet is so 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But so I just really want to inform and educate and get people to gain more control of their own health and making decisions and have the right fit for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's that's what I do is personalized personalized nutrition for each individual. It's funny actually because when you walked in, I thought, oh, I'm going to like her a lot. <laughs> Not that I don't like everybody because I pretty much do, but you have great energy about you, Thank and I you. think what you, if I could just say something, it's like for a woman to woman. Yeah, it's like you know you find the perfect black dress for that person. It's classic style, so maybe you find the perfect fit for that person. Yes. Oh, you know I do love fashion too. I know. I <laughs> So, all right. So we have that going for each other, right? Uh, but so today we're talking about getting better health through nutrition. And so, Christy, why should we consider becoming a vegetarian or a vegan? What are those perks? So I wouldn't say that anyone should be uh, should consider that they have to become vegetarian or vegan. Um, I, to be honest, I'm really I, I don't really support veganism. I feel that there is barely. Um, there's not a lot of good nutrition. They well, I, it's hard to say that. But what I'm really trying to say is that the veganism doesn't have a lot of good protein. They don't have a lot of good protein. And at least being vegetarian, you can get that saturated fat from the yolk in the eggs. Um, you get it from your oils. You are eating cheese. You have a little bit more of the animal fats and animal proteins in the vegetarian diet. But the vegan diet, you have none. So I really don't support it very much. I think that you know when people go vegan, um, they feel good right away. Because, yeah. of course, they're completely changing their lifestyle. And it might have gone from eating, you know, junk food and excess sugar to now they're just doing, you know, nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruits. But oftentimes in the vegan diet, it's it's hard to sustain that lifestyle. So they tend to go more high carbohydrate. And this is where the, um, you know, the high carbohydrates can really... 
uh, throw off their hormone system, their weight balance, their focus, their sleep. So I really don't support vegan or ve- or veganism. Vegetarian, I'm a little bit more supportive of. While no. we're on this, can you explain the different types? Because there's vegan, vegetarianism, and there just seems yeah, to be so many I know. There's categories. keto. There's paleo. There's right? I mean, and <laughs> who we're are in you? Southern California, I know. And that just seems to be... Uh, so there are so many diets right now, and we're in Southern California. But can we talk a little bit about those categories? Yeah, and absolutely. Uh-huh. So um, veganism. Mm-hmm. I'm not even up to par 100%. <laughs> so there might be some vegans out there that are like... You missed this. So I apologize if I missed anything, but vegans do not eat any animal protein or any dairy or any animal products. So they are a plant-based diet. The vegetarians, now they are a plant-based diet, but they will eat eggs, butter, cheese, and so forth. And with vegans, they also, they won't uh, wear, a lot of them are... uh, some of them won't wear any like leather. leather. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But as, as, since we're, just, we're not talking about fashion, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we're only talking about foods. Um, those are the difference. So the vegetarians have a little bit more of a, um, uh, foods and healthy choices to choose from, I think, for sure. Because I've, I've got maybe a couple of vegetarians in my practice. And it must be hard, as you mentioned, to be just trying to fill in the protein gap there. It, just, uh, for vegetarians right. or vegans? For uh, vegetarians. Right? It is. Yeah. It is a little bit. And I, you know, anytime a vegetarian comes in, that's actually one of my questions. Every new client is I always ask, are you a vegetarian or a vegan? And they'll always tell me vegans. It really doesn't work when I'm trying to help them because sometimes if you're going through menopause and you're mm-hmm. a, let's say you're a female and you're at the age of, you know, 49 to 58 and you're struggling with weight, your hot flashes, your sleep, your energy, your moods, being vegan, in my opinion, in clinical practice, is not very helpful. So you really need that protein to help to balance. And you also need some animal-saturated fat. So at least the vegetarians have that from the egg yolks mm-hmm. um, and their cheese mm-hmm. um, and so forth. So, yeah. So I find it's really important. So I really don't work with vegans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <No. laughs> so uh, let's talk about the next question. And that's that can uh, eating clean and exercise be enough to keep us healthy? Oh, I love that question. That's a good question because uh, we want to believe so. We want to think so. And it definitely, if this was years and years and years and years and years ago, when we were growing our own food, we weren't, you know, going so much to the grocery store and we had good soil, good quality, nutrient-dense foods, I would say without all this stress and all these problems that we have today with diseases and Mm -hmm. catastrophic health problems, yes. But today, I don't think it can be enough for a lot of people. I mean, in my practice, I'm mainly seeing autoimmune challenges, weight challenges, allergies, skin, psoriasis, hair thinning, menopause. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's a list. So to change your diet, is huge and nutritional consulting is very big on what I do. Uh, Mother's Market plays a huge integral piece of what I do because they have so much. Um, they have you guys have great sources mm-hmm. of great vendors, great companies. But changing your diet, I feel, is not enough. You need some kind of supplementation to replenish those minerals that you are diminished in. Otherwise, you've got to eat an abundant amount of um, mineral-rich foods. And not only minerals, but proteins and fats and whatnot. So 
I definitely think our food quality has been affected. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, that just seems to be a huge theme. And, yeah, and then hiring somebody like you to yeah, I'll fill in the gaps and let us know, like, what is it? Definitely. To. Definitely. Um, can, if I can't lose weight, should I increase my workout? That I, I love all this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so here's the funky thing about workout and weight. And this happens more often than not, believe it or not. Um, It isn't for every single person, but if this is you out there and you are finding that you are tired and run down and you still love to work out, it gives you a little bit of energy, but you're finding that since you've worked out, you've put on weight, it is a clear sign that, you know, doing CrossFit or hitting it really hard um, is not the best strategy for helping you to regain uh, recharging your batteries, repairing, healing, and your body to start losing weight. You know, s- stop the hair thinning, the skin. In essence, what I'm saying is if you're feeling like you're aging very quickly and your weight is not, and your weight is suffering, I would say, ch- you know, just um, check in with your workouts because I more often than not, more often than not, I've had clients come in and they will tell me, it's the weirdest thing, Christy. I'm working out, you know, five, six days a week Mm. and I cannot lose weight. In fact, I've put on five pounds. Mm. And so what I find is, is when I'm looking at my clients, male or female, mostly this does happen to females. Our bodies tend to take Mm. more brunt end of the stress, which I don't understand because we can have babies. I know, right? Right. (laughs) So I'm like, why are we so stressed out? (laughs) We're multitaskers. But the problem is, is their adrenal glands. They are so run down and tired. They're holding up a job. They're trying to be a great wife, a great mother. They're running their kids to practice. And and then they're trying to check in with me and trying to get their, their nutrition right. You know, it can be so much to juggle. And then by the time they get to the gym and they're doing this CrossFit or this hard exercise, it's almost like their body is just like, okay, please just make it oh, through this beating. One more thing, right? Yes, one right. more thing. So oftentimes when you work for some people, when they're working out, it can be an extra form of stress. Hmm. So it, it, everyone's individual. I don't see it on every single person, but it happens often with females, actually. So um, do you suggest a different type of a workout? Or I do. So often, sorry to cut you off. No, no. I, was, no, <laughs> I do. Um, often th- when they'll tell me this, I'll say, okay, what are you doing? And if they're telling me CrossFit, I will absolutely be like, okay, we've got to take it down a notch. Yeah. So we'll definitely um, say, <laughs> so we'll definitely say, hey, are you open to, let's let's maybe stop doing so much CrossFit. Why don't we go for some walks? It doesn't, yeah. I, I want you to do enough to get your heart rate up and sweat, mm-hmm. but you need to rest. You can't be doing this five, six days a week. Yeah, and that's great advice. Yeah, yeah they have to. I mean, healing and repairing, your weight loss comes on those rest days. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Um, what is nutrition response testing? Ooh, that is actually one of the techniques I do. So nutrition response testing is a form of muscle testing. It's actually a form of an uh, applied kinesiology. And so what I do is... Uh, it's it's always easier to show you, <laughs> but I'll, to explain it is is where I use the arm. So I'm using the arm and I'm pressing on the arm where they're resisting me, and then we're applying pressure to all the the brain all the way to the kidneys and the ovaries or prostate, depending if you're male. So we're just muscle testing. It's non-invasive, so it's of course you're fully clothed. Mm-hmm. You're just muscle testing and pr- putting excuse me, applying a little pressure onto each area. So for example, 
you're just using this arm, applying pressure to it, and then you, and then me as the practitioner, I'm just going along their brain, and we're just seeing how their muscle resists. Because when you apply pressure, just a little bit, I mean, I'm talking like a little tap. Mm-hmm. There's, it's nothing like a... Right, but just to kind of see like that response. Yeah, yeah, they're not leaving bruised. <laughs> right, but I think of like, uh, like when you hit, you're not hit, but like when you test the knee, yeah. you see if it responses or that reflex or something. Exactly, that kind of that. exactly. So the idea is, is, is when you jump into a freezing cold lake, all your blood and energy supply leaves these extremities, your hands, your arms, your feet, because you don't need them to survive. I mean, of course we want them, but we don't need them to survive. Nice to have, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you just need your vital core organs to survive. And it's the same idea in muscle testing. So when you're, uh, let's just say someone comes in, they're like, I'm exhausted. So I'm going to check their thyroid. Mm-hmm. So I see, and their hair's thinning. So I just apply a little pr- pressure um, right on top of their throat where their thyroid is. Mm-hmm. And we just check the muscle to see how it resists. Is it strong? Is it weak? So it really is, this is not a diagnostic tool at all. That's not what I do. Um, all I'm really looking to see is how, how well the organ's functioning. Do we have any nutritional stressed organs? So that's one of the techniques I do. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, this has been very interesting. We have uh, more to come, so stay with us. Right now, we need to take a quick break, but more with Christy Acuna. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with holistic nutritionist Christy Acuna. And we're talking about better health through nutrition. And this has been a great talk so far. So, uh, Christy, let's go back... um, Let's talk about supplements. And can we buy over-the-counter supplements? And also, are they all created equal? Ooh, that's a good one. Over-the-counter supplements, yes, of course. You can find them at Walgreens, Walmart, Target, CVS, Mothers, Whole Foods, Sprouts. They all have supplements. Um, Buying them over-the-counter, absolutely. I think supplements are a fantastic uh, thing to add in. The thing is, is understanding the brands and the sources of where those supplements come from. Um, I don't 
want to throw any company under the bus. It's just there are a lot of commercial ones. So my advice is if you see them on TV, it typically can be a very big commercially processed supplement. Um, there's a lot at CVS that ha have soybean and canola oil in them. Mm -hmm. So I'm very leery. So a few ingredients. If anyone out there is buying supplements, always check. Make sure it's a good source, non-GMO, organic, and no soybean oil or canola or any added colors. Mm. So those are things to look out for in your supplements. Thank you. That's great to know about that. Um, yes. Excellent. <laughs> uh, what does it mean if I'm waking during the middle of the night? Okay. So what time could somebody be waking up? Mostly people are waking up between 2 to 4. If they're waking up at uh, 2 a.m., that typically can be a blood sugar or liver problem. So when you're waking up in the middle of the night, we have a body that is not satisfied. It, the lights are on and it's like, hey, we're still open. We need to either eat or uh, we need to balance out some blood sugars. So if you are the type at home and you are craving a bowl of cereal before bed <laughs> and you're finding that you're waking up in the middle of the night or maybe you don't eat cereal but you still wake up in the middle of the night, um, my advice is to try something simple. Try uh, some protein before bed. Yeah, oh, okay. instead of just a bowl of carbohydrates or sugar. Because when you're waking up in the middle of the night, your body is restless. It's not balanced. The blood sugars may be low, high. It's hard to tell unless I were to do an evaluation with somebody. And does that also apply if you can't go to sleep? If oh, yeah, yes. Same it's, thing? Yes. Okay. If it's hard to fall asleep, if you're takes stressed, you a while. you're thinking about things, yeah. and you're just like... Yeah. <laughs> Wired but tired? Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> totally. Not that I'm talking from experience or anything. Okay. Yeah. Wired but tired. Eat protein before bed. Okay. Yes. And if that doesn't work, then come see me. Okay. <laughs> I got your number. Um, will eating fish daily give me some recommended amount of omega-3s? Okay. So... Yes and no. Depends if you are willing to live on fish three times a day. Mm. It take, You would have to eat, and by the way, it's wild-caught, not farm. We're talking wild-caught fish. Farmed fish is fed corn, GMO soy. These are fish that we're farming. So you need to look out for those labels. It makes a huge difference what these animals eat um, or... Um, whatever fish are, <laughs> <laughs> amphibians are, oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the fish are. Apologize if I got that wrong. But yes, you would have to eat fish three times a day. So that is where a really good source of omega-3 supplement comes into play. Okay. Yeah. And so it's specific brands, but you're just saying GMO soy. Or uh, yeah. Yeah. GMO, uh, uh, GMO-free organic right. soy. And to be honest with you, you this is this is the hard part with you know us as consumers buying products is you really have to do your due diligence unless you're you know meeting with a practitioner who has already done the due diligence. I use a company standard process. They're only sold through healthcare practitioners. Mm. Um, I recommend their tuna oil, cod liver oil. Oh my gosh, their calamari oil. Mm. They're fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of Mother's Market and what they have. I don't know if they carry Nordic Naturals yeah, or, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that they're a pretty good brand. Always make sure they're not overheating their fish oil. Mm. That is what ruins it. Um, and so you have to do a little due diligence and call the company. Sometimes okay. you have to do more work. Okay. Thank you. But it's worth it. Yep. 
you touched up a little bit about this right before the break, and that is uh, our thyroid. What does thyroid imbalance look like? Oh my gosh, do we have two hours? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great topic because so many people come in with this challenge. Men and women. Men and women and kids. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness. So what does a thyroid imbalance look like? It, symptomatically, it can look like this. You have a very difficult time losing that tummy weight. That muffin top will not budge. Mm. <laughs> um, you have a difficult time waking up in the morning. You're the person that hits the snooze and you're dragging. You might have dark circles under the eye. You might be constipated. You might have uh, crunchy hair that is just, you're feeling like it's thinning, it's falling out. When you're blow drying it, you're seeing it all over the sink or it's in the shower, in the drain. So, I mean, oh, nails. How could I forget, as females, our nails are everything for us, right? Yeah. So our hair, nails, and skin, when those start getting dry, um, brittle, depleted, or the nails break off very easily, hmm. that's a great sign that your thyroid is depleted. Wow. Yes. Oh. And then for, for um, kids or teenagers? Kids as well. You'll notice more in kids or, I mean, I notice more in kids that I see that, you know, their behaviors are off. They're mm -hmm. tired. They're unmotivated. Their focus is off with the teacher. Um, they might not be listening as well as at home. Mm. So it's, yeah, thyroid can be off for children as well. Okay. That's their immunity is low. They're getting sick a lot. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's um, I often hear about that. Uh, can nutrition affect libido? Heck yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Heck yes, it can. Um, libido, that is our vitality. That's who we are as people, you know, and it's a huge piece. And as soon as that starts going and dwindling, it's almost like we've lost a piece, lost a a piece of who we are. Um, nutrition can affect very much so your libido. If you have a diet that is ref that is low fat fat free cholesterol free those are foods and sources that are a big pre that are big precursors in helping us to make hormones so you know not eating eggs P so many people are climbing out of this um I guess myth you would call it, right? Don't eat egg yolks because of the cholesterol. You don't want to raise your cholesterol and have a heart attack. So, but the whole idea and the whole thing is, is that your cholesterol makes every single hormone in the body. It's your healing and repairing. It's your, um, your fire extinguisher for the body when there's fire in there. So having eggs only helps the body to not produce as much cholesterol. So it gives the body a rest and helping it to create hormones. So really keeping your nutrition on par is a piece of helping the libido. And if you change your diet and really work on your lifestyle and it still doesn't work, you got to come see me. <laughs> we got to do some deeper work. <laughs> and exercise and, and what about Definitely. any supplements in there? Are supplements, there? exercise, yes. There's going to be, with libido, very specific type supplementation, understanding where their estrogen is, their progesterone, um, Oh my gosh, that's such a, it's a super, super fun topic to talk show, about. Maybe. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, we yes, please. Yeah, okay. Um, what are your thoughts on soy? You kind of touched on that as well. Yes, okay. My thoughts, I do not advocate soy at all. Um, soy milk, soy products. Soy is a very, it's a very estrogenic food. Mm. And if you're going to have any soy, really the only way to have it is fermented. 
because the ferment, the fermentation of that soy helps our gut to be able to break it down and process it. Mm. Um, so soy milk, soy foods like soy chicken, soy meats, those types of things can be very, they can affect our health and hormones um, pretty badly. So I really am not an advocate for it. Any soybean oil, soy butter, anything like that. Is you're against it? I'm against soy. it. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. What should I look for on nutrition labels when trying to make good choices? What should we be looking at the top of the... Oh, good. Okay. Look for these main things. One, partially hydrogenated oils. Okay. Um, two, corn syrup. Um, another one to look for is wheat flour. I'm pretty big against uh, gluten. So you really want to look out for wheat flour, enriched wheat flour, any of those. Um, canola oil, soybean oil, corn oil. They don't really use this oil anymore, but cottonseed oil. That's old school. That's what replaced lard <laughs> when uh, they found out the cottonseed oil was cheap. So they replaced lard, which actually lard is very beneficial and helpful. Mm. Um, but those are oils to look out for. Is there any I missed? Oh, vegetable oil. That's another one. Look out for vegetable oil as well. A lot of our chips, a lot of our crackers um, carry a lot of these ingredients. These are pantry items, so just check your pantry if any of these are in there. These are toxic oils that are very, not very well under high heat. So, so to replace that, what would be the flip on that? Which okay, so this is a pretty big flip. Okay. <laughs> so lard, <laughs> that would be a flip. Lard can either be lard or bacon grease. So if you are someone that does make bacon, save that grease. Really? Yes, put it in a glass jar, put it in the fridge, and use it to cook with. Mm. You don't have to you know, use a jar a day of it. Just slightly grease the pan. It's got a lot of vitamin D, and it helps the body... Um, with saturated fats and supporting the hormone levels and also weight loss, to be honest. Really? This is not like the ticket to weight loss, but it helps the body to get healthy and release the weight. So, so that yes, yes. Huh. But get bacon that is nitrite, nitrate free. So that would be good. Um, something else would be olive oil. That would be a good one. Olive oil is best used for your cold pressed foods. So like your salads or anything you're dipping into it. But your cooking oils are your lard or bacon grease, your butter, your avocado oil. I was just going to ask you about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And coconut oil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Coconut oils. Hmm. Okay. These are all things that we need to look for to replace the other oils that you just yes. mentioned. Yes. Yes. Okay. And my last question, should I be buying low-fat or non-fat products? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need a second to think about yeah. that? <laughs> let me, let, just give me, a, give me a day or two. No. And why? No, because the whole thing is, is that's how, this is again, 1980s, you know, this is how we've been, this is how our brains are wired. We need to eat cholesterol free, fat free, diet free. And the whole problem is, is that we are missing an abundance of nutrient dense richness in those fats. So if we're buying crackers that say cholesterol free, we know that they, or and, and sugar free, we know that there's chemicals in there to make them taste good. And we know there's nothing but carbohydrates and processed flours. Mm. So when you're looking at wheat thins, that's all you're going to find in there. Cheez-Its, I mean, these taste great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. Sorry, I'm not trying to throw these companies under the bus. Right. <laughs> but it's just the truth. These low-fat, non-fat foods. Uh, for example, yogurts. Many people ask, Christy, I want to get yogurt. I'm like, fine. If you can handle dairy, great. Get yogurt. But get the grass-fed yogurt, whole 
milk. Mm. You don't need to get this 2%. In fact, it might say 4%. That's what whole milk is. Okay. Ah, great. Yeah. Wow. Some great advice. We could talk all day, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll have you back for the next show. But cool. thank you so much for your time. Some great advice. And uh, we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to you having you on again. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Christy and the website is hncnewport.com. We look forward to having you on for the next visit. Thank you so much. It's been really fun. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.